Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. All right, guys. Well, welcome back to the Servants of Grace Theology segment. On today's episode, a listener writes in, and they have a very good question. How long does grief last? In the gospel, we see Jesus, the one who bore our grief in our place and for our sins. Jesus knew fully well what we're going through, as he's like us and he's unlike us. He's utterly sinless, and yet we're not. He bore the full weight of the fury of God the Father in our place so we could be forgiven and made new creations in Christ. And this is what is so amazing about Jesus, that we can approach him boldly because he knows exactly what we're going through and yet did not sin. And as you consider your own grief, your own heartache, take comfort in the high priestly ministry of the Lord Jesus. Jesus' role as our high priest, it means that he sees, he knows, he understands us through and through. And not only that, but he also longs to comfort you in whatever you're going through. While in the upper room discourse, he tells his disciples and us that he will prepare a place for them and us in John 14.3. He also sends the Holy Spirit as a comforter, John 14.26 tells us. And as a Christian, all that means is you have the full weight of the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit working to accomplish the ends for which you are saved. And this is for the glory of God that will be spread among the nations by the grace of God. Now, you now you may not think of your grief in this way, but there's going to come a time in your life when the Lord is going to use seasons of your grief in the life of others. Now, you need to understand God is not distant from you. Please understand that God the Father sent forth God the Son, Jesus, to die the death you deserve so that your grief would not last forever. Why? Because he loves you. Apart from the Lord Jesus, you would experience unending grief, but with Jesus, you have hope. And therefore, we as Christians do not grieve as those without hope. And we know people, perhaps ourselves or others around us that are going through challenging times. We all also need one another in our local churches. And I want to talk to you um, and be a help to you to be the kind of friend, the Christian friend that cares for the grieving and the lonely in your local church inside and outside of it. In John 15, 15, Jesus says that he is our friend. You see, we're no longer enemies of God as Christians. We're friends of God. In John 15, 1 through 5, Jesus says he is the vine, we're the branches. Through Christ alone, we're fully loved and beloved by the Lord. And so to be a Christian friend, we need to know first who we are in Christ to help other Christians grow in their understanding of who Christ is for them. So let's consider four aspects of Christian friendship, listening, prayer, and uh, discipleship, and counseling. First, listening. In James 1.19, James tells us to be quick to listen and slow to speak. This is the heart of Christian friendship. We all want to, to get our say in and to tell people what we think about a topic, but we need to slow down. To be a trustworthy Christian friend, we need to take James 1.19 seriously and to be slow to speak, to be 
quick to listen, especially when others share deep personal pain and heartache. In these moments, it's best to empathize with the person and then to pray with them. You need to understand that your friend may not have the words, and that's okay. Please give them a lot of grace and the benefit of the doubt. After they're done talking, pray with them. In 1 Thessalonians 5.17, we're commanded to pray at all times. This doesn't mean that we pray 24-7, as in all the time. It means that we have a regular and a consistent time of prayer. We should set aside regular times for consistent prayer along with the reading of the Word of God. Now, now say that your friend is hurting and it has come to share with you. you. You've listened to them and now you're about ready to pray with them. What should you pray for? Well, you should pray for the major things that they've shared, but you shouldn't be overwhelming in your prayer for them. And please also let them know that you want to walk alongside them through this time and, and thank them for sharing what's going on in their hearts. Uh, second, discipleship. As Christians, we're to be disciples of the risen Lord Jesus. To be a disciple, it means to be a learner of Christ. As Christians, uh, Christian friends, we come alongside one another with the word of God. We do life with one another. We talk with one another, not talk about each other. We share with one another honestly and openly. We enjoy uh, heart-level fellowship with one another. And discipleship is not only for the spiritually mature, it's for the uh, it's for the spiritually immature as well. Every Christian needs to continue in the grace of God. At some point in your discussion with your friend, you're going to see areas of their life where they need to grow. This is a good time to begin to ask questions of your friend. As Christians, we're, we're all to make mature and multiply disciples of the risen Lord Jesus. After all, we're all at different stages of our lives, but we also have different life experiences. In fact, the Lord wants to use those different life experiences that you've experienced and that you continue to experience in your life to help others grow in the grace of God. Well, you've been ministering to your friend, and let's say that it's been going well, and now now they want to know what to how to deal with what they're going through. What your friend needs to hear now is, is how they should face what they're going through with the help of God's grace. That's why we start with discipleship. For many people, this is all that they need. They need help dealing with their grief and their loss. For some people, they're going to need a trained biblical counselor. This is why you as a disciple of Christ need to be in the Word and in prayer every day so you're equipped for these types of ministry. Now, as you talk with your friend, please realize um, you're not going to have all the answers for them. That's okay. Be honest. Do your best. Share openly. Share honestly with your friend from Scripture. Please try to share with your friend what the Lord has done in your own life as you've learned biblical truth. And, and when you share and even engage in conversation with a hurting friend, try to keep your sentences short. We we can all overshare. Myself, I'm guilty of that. I find it helpful to remember in these moments when I'm tempted to overshare, people aren't coming to me in that moment for a sermon. They want to not only hear biblical truth, but they want to see how that biblical truth I'm espousing to them, it's alive and it's a well in my life. And please keep in mind as you engage with your friend and listen uh, with uh, for what's going on in the, in their life as, as you as you do listen as you do disciple. Well, now you've listened and and you've done one on one discipleship with your grieving your hurting friend. Now's the time to hand this person off to a trained biblical counselor 
or even a pastor. And, and what you need to understand here is you are not a failure. You've walked with your friend as far as you can. You should be happy and even content that you've done this. But you should also continue walking with them. After all, they, they've opened up, they've shared with you the deepest parts of their heart, and you've sought to minister to them. However, it's now time to hand off to someone else who has more tools in their toolkit to help your friend. Now would be a good time to let them know specifically you're there for them and you're open to having a coffee to pray, pray with them, to listen to them um, as they meet with the counselor or even the pastor. Christian friends who listen, pray, and disciple with one another are are greatly needed in our day. At various times in our lives, we're, we're going to face seasons of grief and illness and loss. By growing in the grace of today, we can become the kind of friend that is needed tomorrow. Commit yourself today by opening and reading your Bible. And don't forget, uh, don't neglect faithfully attending your local church. Instead, commit to your local church. Get to know others there. Get to know what's happening with them. By doing so, you will learn not, not only to be a helpful church member, but a Christian friend to others, in particular to those who are hurting. Please commit today by the grace of God that you will be the kind of friend you know you need, one that loves Jesus, is trustworthy, is ready to walk alongside of others. By doing so, the Lord will, will not only use those, not only to help those who are hurting, but also impact people's lives for eternity for the glory of Christ. Well, I want to thank you for listening or even watching this episode of the Servants of Grace Theology segment. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.